2: Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured, not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value.
1: Welcome to Creature Feature, production of iHeartRadio. I'm your host of Mini Parasites, Katie Golden. I studied psychology and evolutionary biology, and today on the show, roses are red, blood is blue, blood is green and transparent, too... We're talking about all the bloody weird animals in nature, from truly primeval horseshoe crabs to a group of mysterious zombie lizards to a fish whose blood runs ice cold. Discover this and more as we answer the age old question is Ghost Blood a good band name or is it already taken? Joining me today to cover blood are the weirdos behind 1900 Hot Dog, Sean Baby and Robert Brockway. Welcome!
2: Hey. Yay! Uh, I studied Bud Light and volleyball in college. <laughs> I studied blood.
1: Blood, sweet. <laughs> sweet. You're gonna
2: be great today. Sweet blood.
1: Blood, 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 blood. So Is that you know they do, they sing that song at Vampire College? Oh yeah. You know? I mean, yeah. all
3: the time. I, I I went there clearly and uh, yeah, did not graduate. Washed out of that, like I do. Just everything. Yeah. In life. Being a gifted kid really screwed me. I thought I yeah. could coast through blood college, but it's tough.
1: And they do Greg. <laughs> they do Greg stands. It's where they drink blood from some guy named Greg.
3: I like that one. <laughs> That's cute.
1: <laughs> I love it when okay, people Katie, call I'm, my I... jokes cute and say, so "Say, I like that one. That's cute."
2: <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of cute, I made something for you. Oh God! Uh, I did this once uh, in rehearsal. It did not go well, so we might want to just cut all of this. But here we go. Can you hear that okay? Yes. I'm playing the piano. piano. Yeah, Yeah. it worries me. Brockway Katie and the (laughs) internet's me. Five out of five at rank my feet. Discussing blood-filled chimpanzees. I'd look at chimps that (laughs) way. This is that old Joni Mitchell song from the... Movie Coda, my wife had on, we've been on Katie's show three times now, learned about giant bears and maybe cow, it's the cloaca jokes that I recall, we really don't know creature.
1: Uh, so can I actually-
3: <laughs> yeah, I was waiting. I was waiting. I knew that was coming.
2: <laughs> all I, right. All right. That was it.
1: Can I play that without getting uh, sued into oblivion?
2: I got it from like a deep cut YouTube karaoke track. So maybe. Okay. I tried to find the one with the fewest number of views, but that might be—I mean—that might be the most
3: litigious of them. Worst, actually, done. best. Best case scenario, Honestly, you could cut the music. <laughs> And just have Sean going a cappella <laughs> on that in this heartbreaking solo melody
1: for five minutes. Well, this has been a great use of the first the first ten minutes of the podcast.
2: Thanks. I I, I gave that a four percent chance of you keeping. Yes. But
1: uh, and here we are. That's Some, accurate.
2: Something like that. Something like that pops into your head at four a.m. It's like you know what? Tomorrow I'm going to sing this on the podcast.
1: Yeah. No. That's I keep go keep rolling with those instincts. That's gonna. It's uh, it's really gonna retain. (laughs) Go far in this business, kid. (laughs) Well, so we're anyway. Back to blood. Yeah, back to blood. So today we're we're all about blood. Uh, Blood is great. We need it for being alive, generally. And the cool thing about blood is that most living organisms have some version of it. Most animals have blood. And the blood they have.
2: We've all met Greg. We've all tasted Greg. All, we know.
1: We've all done a Greg stand, and we're not proud of it. And blood hey, is. I am proud of it. Well, I got to 73 seconds. <laughs> you drained Greg in 73 seconds. Rip, Greg. <sighs> sweet baby. Sweet angel. But the. Uh, so, yes, the blood of other animals can be very different from our own. Take the horseshoe crab, please. <laughs> <laughs> the, the Atlantic Horseshoe Crab is 450 million years old, I mean, as a species, uh, and their blood is this bright blue color. It is not red, it is blue. Uh, oh, is that the
3: picture I'm looking at? It looks refreshing.
1: It does, doesn't it? It looks kind of like a blueberry smoothie.
3: Yeah, I can taste that. It would be like
1: mm-hmm.
3: like kind of a blue raspberry fizz kind of thing. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Uh, So is
2: this like a horseshoe crab milking assembly line?
1: Yes, it is.
2: That's disgusting. It is. I feel like there should be some kind of a law against that. This is illegal what they're doing, right?
1: (laughs) No, but there should. We'll actually get more into the morality of that in a little bit, but your instincts that this seems bad is actually correct.
3: Good good instincts to spot that something is wrong with the blood-draining assembly (laughs) line, Sean.
2: Okay, it's a bunch of monsters, and there's bright blue blood coming out of their buttholes. Now, I my instincts say uh, Oh, no. off about this. Soft no. A very soft no. I could get talked into it.
1: I'm no city slicker, but when I hear the word blood factory, something seems a little hanky about that.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> so, yes, hors- Atlantic horseshoe crabs are invertebrates and they are species that are over 450 million years old older than the dinosaurs truly ancient creatures individually they only live to be up to around 40 years old which i still think is impressive for that's, an invertebrate. that's way more than i would have thought yeah exactly yeah. and visually they really do look like some kind of ancient creature they don't really look like crabs they are not they aren't in fact crabs they're not all that closely related to them they're much more closely related to spiders and scorpions. And they are, if you've never seen a horseshoe crab, they're basically like a dome with a tail and, and legs. Like and a gross
2: rat tail. They're, yeah. Yes. They deserve the butthole blood factory. So <laughs> <laughs> no. 50 million years. Like, Such a quick maybe reversal. Evolve, maybe evolve from like uh, uh, an empty shoe and a rat tail. You know what I mean? Like, maybe do something. Grow some wings, some (laughs) horns, I don't care. Try out something
3: fun. A face. Maybe maybe just a face of any kind. This is what self-confidence looks like, Sean. This is, (laughs) they discovered themselves. If it ain't broke, don't evolve it.
1: You're going to shame these horseshoe crabs as if they're supposed to go on Instagram and do what everyone else is doing. They've got their own style, and that style is dome, legs, and tail. So There's
2: something respectable about that. They're just doing their thing? They're just doing their thing. Good for them.
1: Yeah, so they're this kind of like muddy gray color. Um, On one side, of course, they look sort of like a weird, sort of a rigid uh, dome with the tail. On the other side, you see all their legs. So that tail that they have is not really a tail. It's called a Telson, which is actually... Yeah, Telson. It's like if you've seen... A shrimp before have you guys seen a shrimp before ever seen a shrimp
3: never, never seen,
1: you see one of these you, heard, yeah, about these you heard about these you heard about these little guys <laughs> how can you have a jumbo shrimp tell me t- explain that to me <laughs> <laughs> why do you
2: drive on the parkway of uh, a park on the driveway watermelon smash
1: yeah exactly so the tail of a shrimp that little fan thing that's actually the shrimp's telson uh, whereas for the horseshoe uh, crab, it is this long and pointy thing. So uh, they use this telson both for swimming and for seeing. They have a cluster of photoreceptors on their tail, which, you know.
2: Huh. So they sort of have a face that's just spread out across the telson.
1: It's spread out across the whole body because they have nine eyes. Oh. Not only do they oh, have. I don't like that. They Have a cl- <laughs> not only do they have I dis- that, I disagree
3: with that decision.
1: You guys are coming around way too fast on the side of Blood Factory.
3: <laughs> I'm still not down with Blood Factory, but I just would like that to know that I disagree with having nine eyes and sprawled a, a face sprawled across a, a tail. I think that's a uh,
1: disagreement is that's... noted. Um, thank you. Put it, we'll put a pin in that, see if we can, uh, you know, get a scrum, get a meeting going about that. But yeah, so they have nine eyes. They have a pair of compound eyes. They have a pair of small lateral eyes right behind the compound eyes. They have two pairs of eyes near the front of the crab. And they have one single eye in the middle. Uh, and that there's a middle pair of eyes that can detect UV light. But otherwise, they have pretty poor vision, uh, <laughs> even with all of these eyes. <laughs> Good job, buddy. Yeah, they have these (laughs) large rudimentary rods and cones. I mean remember, these are 450 million years old. Their eyes are not gonna be like the new the the iPhone six. They're you know Yeah, they don't
3: have the updated technology. These are nine eyes and none of them worked. Let me just let's go for 10. Maybe the tenth will do it.
1: These are like the Nokia of invertebrates, you know, they're they're built to last. 450 million years, but if you try to take an image with it, it's gonna, you know, come out like with one pixel.
3: You look like a guar cod piece. You got nine eyes and none of them work. <laughs> <laughs> I'm coming around on the blood. You know what? I'm coming around on the blood factory.
1: <sighs> Damn it. So they're uh, the the eyes are really more optimized towards being able to see things in low light than being able to have the, a crystal clear clarity vision.
2: So, I have a question. Yeah, what go ahead. is worth looking at when you're a horseshoe crab? Like, is there a lot of decisions you make based on things you see? Are they like, oh, look, there's some some seafloor gunk over there that's more tasty than the seafloor gunk this direction?
1: Right. No, not really. It's just evade okay. danger, acquire food, and mate. That's it, really.
2: It's been working for a long time. It's so been working for whatever. a long
1: time, yeah. So if you flip over a horseshoe crab, um, <laughs> you... You weirdo, you. Uh, they have eight legs underneath there. They have two pedipalps, just like spiders do, those like little arms. Mm-hmm. And they have a pair of chelicerae. Again, very spider like, because these are more closely related to spiders than they are to say, like a crab. And speaking of being spider-like, they uh, have book lungs on their underside, which if you you know about spiders, you know that spiders also have book lungs. But whereas the spider's book lungs can breathe air, the horseshoe crab's book lungs breathe underwater. And the reason these are called book lungs is they are kind of like flap-like structures that they they kind of have these thin membranes, which are sort of the quote unquote pages on which gas exchange occurs. So you know. Uh, so
2: this is very much like a guar cod piece. Yes.
1: <laughs> I got the
2: pedipalps. Yeah. The telson. The gas exchange. Yeah. Eight legs.
3: All of the okay. classics.
1: Yes, Guar. As everyone <laughs> everyone knows, Guar, uh, the uh, the the band that has the you know,
3: and the, cod pieces,
1: and cod pieces exactly. I, everybody
2: for their
3: albums were called Blood Factory, and loves all of my references.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> we referenced Gallagher and Guar. I think those are the kids love both those things. Yeah, yeah. Keep I mean, if list. we want
1: to, if we want to keep it up to date for the kids these days, I guess it looks like an Elden Ring cod piece.
2: That's true. It does look like an Elden Ring cod piece. I think
3: I had that hat for oh, about man. fourteen hours. <laughs> I feel so bad for the kids these days that your version of guar is Elden Ring.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the idea is that spiders and scorpions who also have book lungs may have ex- may have evolved from the uh, book gills of the horseshoe crab. Um, so I think I said earlier that horseshoe crabs have book lungs. They have book gills. I'm sorry. But the yeah, the book lungs are very similar but they're actually found internally in spiders and scorpions, whereas with the horseshoe crabs, their book gills are just kind of like outside of them, just just like on on their underside, as if they're holding a little accordion, but that accordion breathes for them.
3: That seems like another bad decision, I'm just going to say. like, <laughs> but- For something that's, what, 450 million years old, I feel like there are a few times you could have reconsidered Holding your lungs outside in the air, being like, hey, Hear anybody out. want this?
1: Hear me out. They can also use them as legs and they can use them to help them swim. So it'd be kind of like if we could like run with our lungs, like sticking our lungs out of our bodies, huh. <laughs> you know, kind of running hmm. on them. No? Yes? If we, yeah.
2: If you knew someone who had eight legs and they pulled their lungs out so they would have 10 legs. You'd probably say, buddy, I, I, take it easy. I, I think you don't need to
3: do that. Whatever problem you're trying to fix with more legs, you could have done it with eight. I just don't think more legs is the solution. Yeah. Let's explore ev- other avenues. <laughs> it's the same thing. Honestly, it's the same thing with the eyes, man. You've got this problem over and over again.
1: It is very much like, whoa, this is neat. We got some legs. Let's make some more legs. Oh, an eyeball? This is great. Maybe some more eyeballs, though.
3: And And the lungs are okay, but maybe back to legs again.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, actually, that's that's a good point because those gills, the the book gills, were thought to originally have been legs, and then turned into uh into the gills, like from legs to mm-hmm. using them to breathe. So
3: well, ten pairs of legs, selection. and then was like, but "Wait, I need to breathe." <laughs> <laughs> Oops,
2: I screwed that up. I was going to suggest that maybe the horseshoe crab ladies like a guy with lung legs. And so they just sort of selectively bred for that.
1: Yeah. That's I don't my theory. Know. I'm
2: not, I, obvi- I, again, I did not uh, major in evolutionary biology. Yeah. But uh, it's, just, it's just a theory. I think you should consider both sides.
1: Yeah. I mean, you know, I, like you're at the gym and you see someone breathing with their legs. Is that, it has got to do something, I guess, for some people.
2: It's it's not for me, but I, I've. You know, I could see being into that,
1: right? So, you guys keep like—it's it's
2: in my Google search a little <laughs> bit.
1: No, no shame in that. So, onto its blood. Let's talk about its blood. It, it is blue blood, which is striking, beautiful. But why is it blue? I mean, we have to, in part, understand why our blood is red. Horseshoe crab blood is blue because it contains a lot of copper. The copper Mm. atom containing protein hemocyanin is present instead of the hemoglobin found in human and other vertebrate blood. Our blood has iron atoms in them instead of copper, which is why our blood is red when oxygenated. You know how iron, when it rusts, it turns red?
3: Uh Uh-huh. Sure,
2: sure. So like a just, rusty uh, blood that explains yes. a lot. I do know one other thing about horseshoe crab blood is that it's like super coagulating. Is that the proper term?
1: Well, yes. Yeah. So what's interesting is that the blue blood has uh, amoebocytes, which is a blood cell which clots when it comes into contact with an endotoxin. So an endotoxin is found in certain bacteria's outer membranes. Uh, and it can cause a lot of problems for you if it gets into your blood. And so the horseshoe crab has this protective technique of forming these in very quick blood clots in response to endotoxins, which protects it from bacterial infections inside its bloodstream.
2: So what this means is you gotta you gotta keep your blood factory super sterile, or you end up making like a like a jello factory. I mean, that's, that's just a really good
3: thing. tip. For any blood factory, any and all blood factories.
2: <laughs> right.
1: Uh, Fair. Uh, I mean, general you,
3: wipe downs are encouraged.
1: Eyewear, protective eyewear, don't wear sandals, and, you know, mm-hmm. do not drink the blood jello.
3: So, strict vampire screening processes. Right. You must betray God.
1: Yes, it's exactly. Just like in
2: your mission statement, yeah. like you can't even get the business loan unless you tell
3: the bank, "I will betray God." So this is <laughs> like a, this is like a medical facility. I, you said copper, yes. and I'm like, oh, okay. This is an iPhone factory. This is like how we make wires <laughs> in iPhones. No, no, we, no, it's, we take they are, <laughs> million year old monsters and we bleed them.
1: That is <laughs> until a, they give us iPhones. Relatively inefficient use of the horseshoe crab. What they're actually used for, like like you said, is in a medical context. So. The fact that it clots in the presence of endotoxin makes it extremely useful because catching endotoxins in vaccines or medical devices can mean the difference between life and death. Like, if you have... Say you're like replacing a kneecap, but it's covered in bacteria, you could get sepsis and that can be fatal. But if you dunk the replacement kneecap in some horseshoe crab blood and then it it clots, then you know that it is covered in... I mean, that's not how they do it. I don't think they just like dunk it. Right. They just
3: have like a horseshoe crab and they squeeze it like a sponge over it. (laughs) I mean, it's always better. Juice is always better fresh. So
2: Right.
1: They got one of those That's why you
2: always bring a horseshoe crab with you to the doctor.
1: Yeah. Right, exactly. That's why they why that's why your doctor has rubbed a horseshoe crab on you. Yeah, no, so so you can use the amoebocyte from the horseshoe crab blood to test batches of vaccines to make sure that they don't have any endotoxins, which means that they are bacteria free and that they would be safe. And so this is extremely important for medicine to make sure that we can vaccinate people without, you know, having an impurity in the vaccine that could hurt people. But there is a mm-hmm. cost to this, and that is of course having blood factories that use a bunch <laughs> Which of rain? God. god, Yes. <laughs> right, exactly.
3: Yeah.
1: Spitting in the eye of the ancient god. <laughs>
3: Surely the god that they worship, uh, being 450 million years old, will return one day, and uh, we'll see this, and there will be a reckoning.
1: Yeah, exactly. Just like They're going ha-
3: to be so disappointed. They're probably so proud of that thing. They're like,
2: dude, I added nine eyes, ten legs, two of them are kind of lungs. Oh, they're going to love this thing. And then they see this blood factory.
1: You didn't um... like the tail with eye goo on its butt? <laughs>
3: It made it bright blue so you would leave the blood alone specifically. That
1: was a warning color. Blue is God's no-no color. Yeah, so pharmaceutical companies round up around 500,000 horseshoe crabs a year, milk them of their blood, and then return them to the ocean, which sounds sustainable, but it's not. You can't just bleed an animal for bottles of their blood, chuck them back in the ocean, and expect them to be okay. <laughs> they, so they just—hell, the uh, die.
3: The you can't, says Spicer. <laughs> it brings to mind them just whipping them like skipping stones out into the ocean. You're free, yeah, just buddy.
1: Like, just this pale, wheezing horseshoe crab, all centrifugal of
3: motion, t- just sending blue blood like a sprinkler out of it the whole time. <laughs>
1: Kill me! You're free! Go free, Willy!
3: <laughs> Whipping it like some ultimate, just mm-hmm. going for distance.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Look upon what we've done to you with
1: nine eyes! <laughs> <laughs> Tell the others that the humans are the ones in charge. Yeah, so uh, this is a problem. <laughs> the Many of these quote-unquote milked horseshoe crabs, which are in fact bled horseshoe crabs, will die or not successfully mate because, again, you can't just, like, drain an animal of its blood mm-hmm. and expect it to be cool.
2: We learned that from Greg.
1: <laughs> we did learn that from Greg. Greg was pretty cool. Rip in peace, Greg. You're too good for this world. And your blood was delicious. So the, there is a solution to this because we do need that those amoeba sites. We need that detection to be able to make sure our vaccines and medical devices are safe and in mm-hmm. fact, a horseshoe blood artificial art- Pfft, Jesus, a horseshoe blood artificial alternative has been invented, and is in use in Europe. So uh, the problem, however, in the U.S. is that the USP, which is the U.S. Pharmacopoeia, uh, which is a U.S.-based publications guide company that sets industry standards for pharmaceuticals. Uh, Decided that the artificial version is too untested and does not categorize it as an alternative to horseshoe crab blood, and so pharmaceutical companies do not want to use the artificial alternative instead. So,
2: I bet if you follow the money, it turns out that it's probably just cheaper.
1: Yeah, that's that is a horseshoe crab. Yeah, so in the long run, it probably wouldn't be, right? Like this is sort of the, this is like the curve of technology. Like when you have a new technology, the initial startup costs of it is, uh, it's usually more costly. And I don't, I don't want to make any claims here because I don't know enough about medicine. I'm, I'm just a simple country gal and not a horseshoe crab doctor (laughs) i'm
3: (laughs) I'm just a humble country podcaster
1: i'm not some kind of big blood factory tycoon but uh (laughs) it
3: seems to me as though you shouldn't melt blood out of horseshoe crabs
1: now that's just common sense yeah so the the i don't know whether like there the when they're saying that, that the artificial version is not tested enough, like, they could have a point. I don't know. But then we should just test it some more because this is clearly not sure. sustainable. Like, yeah, you know. this is
3: big crab money. This is big crab lobbying, keeping things corrupt. They like the what? old ways. Here's how
2: I would test it. I would jam it up into a milked horseshoe crab. See, ask him how he's feeling. <laughs> is that, I'm not sure it's ethical, but I, I think that would be my first <laughs> idea.
1: Your, you you should send that. your resume into the blood factory because that's the kind big of crab.
3: big crab that's loves the kind it.
1: of initiative <laughs> they like so uh yeah, I think that you know I, I, I agree I think that like the mon- like we just need to make the monetary uh, incentives there like look you have to you have to research this artificial alternative because we cannot just keep bleeding. Literally bleeding the horseshoe crabs dry until they all die. Like, first of all, I mean, I think they're rad even though they've got those extra butt eyes. And, like, also, if we run out of them, then we can't do this thing anyway. Like, we can't test medicine anyway. So we have to switch to something before we just kill all the horseshoe crabs.
3: You know what it is for me? It's, it's the straps in this picture. Uh, there's this picture, this blood factory assembly line. And they're all mm-hmm. strapped in with those big black rubber torture straps. Some, <laughs> it's just if you ever need like an indicator that this isn't kosher, it's when you need to like yeah. strap another living thing with those big black rubber Jack Ryan torture straps.
1: Yeah. And you've
3: got a bunch of those online. You gotta stop and think, huh. Now I've never seen this be chill. I've never strapped something.
1: And the lab tech like wearing leather with the whip and you know, that's a little excessive.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: Bleed for I me, like.
1: bleed. There's also
2: something about, like it's not like they're being bled into like fancy vats It like looks like a bunch of like two liter bottles.
3: They've taken yeah, the coke bottles. label off. That's why yeah. it looks delicious. Like, That's why it, it looks does. like Fanta. Just this is how Fanta's made, everybody. Fanta is the Brazilian word for crab tragedy.
0: Should <laughs> have noticed. Kind of them. look
3: like like delicious crab claws.
2: Like when you get the shell taken off just right. Like, can you eat a horseshoe crab?
0: I
1: don't think they're yeah, very Yeah, I've seen that on menus. Really? Are they good? Yeah. Huh.
3: I have no idea. I don't eat shellfish in general because uh, I don't trust it. They're <laughs> just, they're shifty. I don't like them.
1: It sounds like uh, they're kind of rubbery maybe. I don't know. Yeah, they don't look yeah, like
3: a good crab. They don't look like a good crab.
1: No. You don't
2: make it 450 million years if no. you're tasty.
1: They do come with their own bowl, <laughs> which is sort of, uh, <laughs> that's fun. But yeah, that's know? nice. Yeah, (laughs) You get
3: to keep it afterwards. Right. You make some knee pads out of it.
1: These poor freaking crabs. Like, first we will bleed you at the blood factory, and then we will plan to eat you as a soup in your own body bowl.
3: And let's be clear, it's not even because you're good. You're you're not (laughs) even tasty. You're just here.
1: Uh we got we gotta protect the horseshoe crabs, but yeah, their uh populations are declining. That is not good. We gotta we gotta find a solution so we can live with the horseshoe crabs in harmony.
2: And stick yeah, it to feel big bad. Crab. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for saying all those terrible things about horseshoe crabs.
1: Apology accepted. There's, they're
2: filthy and disgusting. Mm-hmm. Uh and now I find out we have them to thank for spiders, which is not a, a, a positive.
1: Well, uh, common still, ancestor, but, uh, yeah.
2: Well, okay. Yeah, but blame. Blame us, <laughs> huh? Blame. I blame them for spiders. Uh, I find them pretty disgusting. But
1: I, I don't think
3: Blood Factory disgusting. I yeah, don't think I don't want right to bad. hang out, like, this Saturday. I don't want to hang out with a bunch of horseshoe crabs. But, you know, right. Maybe, right. Maybe, maybe I guess I'm opposed to, like, factory <laughs> line extinction. Yeah. Like, maybe that's a bit far. Like, if I
2: met a guy and he says... And I said, "What do you do for work?" And he says, "Oh, I make the rubber straps to strap down horseshoe crabs, so we can bleed them dry in the blood factory." I, I, I'd consider punching him in the face. <laughs> yeah. For
3: you, Katie. For you. Okay, that's what that's what Greg did, and we we were all <laughs> cool with that.
1: This is a this is a strong. I like this strong campaign. Like that, you could make a button out of like. I guess maybe I'm against the blood factories. Shrug. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I'm two out of ten in favor of horseshoe crabs.
1: <laughs> so, guys, I
2: I know this little green lizard fellow.
1: You do? Who is he? He's a
2: yeah. He he's a skink. He's
1: a skink. A That's a skink. Yep. That's
2: a a New Guinea skink.
1: Skink. Yes. Skink. 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 Skink.
2: I was right about the New Guinea part.
1: Yeah. No, it's a New Guinea skink. That's right.
2: That's a, that's astonishing to me.
1: Yes, so you know a thing. <laughs> you knew a thing.
2: <laughs> My daughter loves uh, reptiles. We read a lot of reptiles. Aw,
1: that's adorable.
2: <laughs> I love <laughs> his da, blue da, 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 da. this. This is a daughter blue themed.
1: Yeah, your daughter taught you about the New Guinea skink. That's great. Do you know why I'm bringing up? I'm being so like freaking condescending right now. Do you know why I brought up the New Guinea skink? <laughs>
2: Well, Katie, I bet he has very silly blood.
1: (laughs) Very silly. (laughs) Yes.
3: It makes a noise when you take it.
1: Like a. It makes a little. (laughs) Makes a little slide whistle noise when you cut him. (laughs) Whoop, whoop. Yeah. Uh. No. So.
2: I don't know if I know why. I think he has a weird, like, like bacteria in his blood.
1: Yeah. Okay. So. They have a weird thing in their blood that should kill them. That is what you're thinking of. So New Guinea lizard blood is a lovely bright green color. It looks like, you know, zombie blood from some kind of B movie. It is ridiculous looking. First, I want to say that I found out most of this stuff from an article from one of my favorite science writers, Ed Yong. Uh, He also writes my favorite science article titles like this one, which is these lizards are full of green blood that should kill them.
2: <laughs> good, good title.
1: It is. So, uh, skinks in the genus Prozinohima have green blood, so they live only in New Guinea and the Solomon Islands. Uh, one of these species is actually called the green blooded skink, just kind of advertising that. Ooh,
3: I don't like that. That's that feels <laughs> that feels derogatory. It feels green blooded like sort of skink.
1: You son yeah, of a green skink. A,
3: that's a curse word in a fantasy novel.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, this uh, <laughs> it's, it's very funny, very very funny name. Uh, the this is a slender green, shiny lizard with green blood and organs as well. So it's basically green through and through, and it is you know. So for the horseshoe crab blood, we talked about how its blood is blue because that is oxidized copper. Which, you know, like you got a penny and it oxidizes, it kind of turns blue. And our blood is red because when it oxidizes, that's like iron rusting. That is red.
3: Is it turquoise? Is this one turquoise? Does he have turquoise in his blood?
1: No, no. So he, uh, it's strange. Uh, It has nothing to do with this. The skink actually has hemoglobin and red blood cells just like humans do. So their blood, by all rights, should be red. Right? Yeah, their oxygen transport system is iron-based, just like ours. So why do they have this green blood? Well, the answer is they actually have Saint
2: Patty's Day. <laughs> 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 they just get tore up, and it lasts for the entire year.
1: They are very festive. Uh, yeah, yeah. They, they, it's just like they drink some of that Starbucks, the green stuff, and you know, it gets right in your blood.
3: Sticks with you.
1: It does. So, yeah, no, they actually have green zombie blood. So when red blood cells die, macrophages get to work. So macrophages are sort of like the Pac Man of our cells. They eat dead cells. Believe it's
3: pronounced Pac-Man?
1: Pac Man. Pac-Man's? They are the Pac-Man's of our bodies. And they eat dead cells and recycle them for parts. So they're all involved in our immune system. They will ingest dangerous intruders as well as our own dead cells to kind of break them down so we can reuse them for scrap. So when macrophages break down a red, uh, break down a dead red blood cell, they will recycle the iron. And recycling the iron actually has, like, a chemical byproduct called biliverdin, which is a green toxin. So you can actually see this when you get a bruise. Like, have you ever had a kind of nasty bruise that turns sort of green? Sure, sure. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I do a lot of, a lot of ill-advised stunts. A lot of ill-advised stunts. <laughs> Someone stunt hits work. me with a lizard. If you amateur, hit me with a lizard, I turn green. Amateur stunt works. I do a lot of, like, stair work.
1: Yeah. yeah. Oh, me too. Falling, de-
3: falling upstairs.
1: That. Yeah. My no- favorite. Nobody stunt. Nobody pays
3: me for it yet, but someday.
2: <laughs> he just stands at the top of stairs and says <laughs> terribly mean things. The people push him? A lot of it's unrelated to stunt work. It's just.
1: My uh, my favorite stunt is a woman goes whoop as uh she uh, falls downstairs. Is that's my sort <laughs> yeah, of. Yeah, it's a uh, classic. It's a good one. Yeah. Yeah. So yes. So that that green. Hue you see is actually your uh, red blood cells that were destroyed in your uh, stair escapade that are now being recycled for their iron, and that byproduct is the biliverdin that is that green color.
3: And that will that will kill me. That will kill me is what in I'm hearing. So I should get that out <laughs> as soon as possible.
1: Yes. So a high amount of that will kill you. So it is toxic. And Bill Verdon, uh, you don't really have to worry about it when you just get a normal bruise because it is filtered by the liver.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: You're Oh, did you? Our, our livers have, you,
2: have it, been taking a beating. Yeah, you mine's not you. doing great.
1: Oh, no. Well, actually, you know, there is something called um, green. You know how there is... Oh shoot! Come on, it's a uh, green you know liver how syndrome.
3: Yeah, I got that.
1: Well, you know how there's yellow jaundice due to the liver not functioning properly. Oh, yeah. There's actually gr- there's green jaundice uh, that uh-huh. is also due to the liver not uh, functioning properly. Too. Yeah, and yellow jaundice is actually you know how I said like biliverdin. That green stuff is the byproduct of the the uh, iron being recycled in your blood. Um, bilirubin is just a further broken down version of biliverdin. So, and that bilirubin is actually yellow. So the byproduct goes from green to then yellow. That's also why sometimes when you see like your your bruise, it can go from sort of a green to like a yellow color later on. Uh, and so that's also uh, the the cause of yellow jaundice. So yes, you can actually get green and yellow jaundice which means your liver isn't functioning properly. Uh, sometimes like babies will get it because their liver is just not like uh, if there's an issue and it's not uh, working fast enough. So uh, yeah, that it is. it can be bad in humans. And so the fact that the lizards are chock full of this toxic green blood byproduct is really weird.
2: They fall down a lot of stairs, these poor <laughs>
1: lizards. That would be kind of cute though. Like a little slinky, <laughs> oh. like a little like instead scrabble. of slinky, it's a little skinky. Aww, Aww. Aww. cute. Aww. <laughs> so, uh, are the lizards like? How are they doing this? uh It's not conclusively known. <laughs>
2: willpower. We might have solved it today.
1: Yeah. <laughs> So how they're able to survive such high levels of biliverdin, that um, green byproduct, is not conclusively known. There are some theories about why they have this in their blood. Uh, So the green blood of these lizards didn't evolve from a single common ancestor. Instead, there seems to be multiple times of this evolving in these skinks in a case of parallel evolution. Uh, meaning there must have been some very strong ecological pressure on these lizards to pump themselves full of toxic blood. And the answer- peer pressure. (laughs) Peer pressure.
2: Birds.
1: (laughs) Birds and peer pressure. Birds mocking them like, yeah, look at us, we can fly. It's like, oh, yeah, well, my blood is green. Do it,
3: idiot. (laughs) Make your blood green. Stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Mine was a real guess. I thought it was birds.
1: Uh, no. Well, no. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, in a way.
1: Well, yeah, no, mm,
2: no. So I figured like a bird wouldn't want to eat you if you're poisonous, right? Like, you know, like when a when a bug pretends to be poisonous and a bird's like, oh, I don't want to eat that snake or whatever.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's that's not, that. not. it's not a bad idea. Right. But uh the answer, I mean, like, I think the issue with that is just that is a. There are other ways you can evade birds, whereas like pumping yourself full of toxic oh, yeah. blood Karate. is kind of extreme. Yeah,
3: <laughs> umbrella.
1: It's much better. Just to, wait, umbrella. Oh, right, I see what you mean. Certain yeah. certain apps, certain apps, application apps. Right. Yeah. You can dox the birds.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you could, yeah,
2: cyberbully, cyberbully bird the birds.
1: Right. So there are a lot of techniques you can do uh, against birds. But what this blood may have actually evolved in response to would be malaria. So a certain species of malaria causing single-celled plasmodium is exclusively a parasite for the green-blooded lizards. And so I'm going to, I'm kind of working backwards here. Uh, So the theory is that a long time ago, the lizards were coping with pretty bad malaria and these malaria causing parasites were so bad that it drove these lizards to toxifying their own blood to get the malaria under control uh over generations of natural selection because this green blood uh actually seems to neutralize uh the the malaria parasite that's that plasmodium that causes malaria that causes malaria i love it yeah and so The fact that the reason that researchers believe this is there is actually a species of plasmodium, this little tiny uh, unicellular organism that is such a troublemaker and causes malaria. There is this one species that specializes on the green-blooded lizards and only on them. Now the reason that points towards the green-blooded lizards actually evolving this blood to try to evade malaria counterintuitively is that it is evidence of an evolutionary arms race. The fact that this um, parasite had to specialize for the green blood meant probably that the parasite and the lizard were trying to outmaneuver each other when it came to, uh, to it infecting the lizard. And so it is w- one of the only like malaria parasites that managed to out evolve the lizard's toxic blood and continue to be a parasite, whereas other uh, malaria causing parasites just couldn't deal with this toxic blood. So uh, <laughs> it is, it is. So it
2: didn't even work. All this worked for the green blood and it still didn't get rid of the malaria.
1: It still worked in the uh, in the sense that these lizards are still alive. And so they must have survived okay. that evolutionary pressure. And like having one species of um, malaria plasmodium is better than like a bunch of them, I suppose.
3: Fair point. Yeah. Poison me, I'll poison you. <laughs> no, no, I'll poison you.
1: Uh Uh-oh, poison you! One of the biologists studying these lizards actually calls their blood green gold because it is so valuable to understand in terms of medicine and evolutionary biology. Let's just hope that pharmaceutical companies don't get any weird ideas and start doing another blood factory.
3: Mm. Yeah, I was gonna say, I feel a blood factory coming on. (laughs) Yep. Seems like a blood factory.
1: Mm. My kneecap's swelling up. That must mean a blood factory is coming to the neighborhood.
3: Since I fell down those stairs, I can just sense them.
1: <laughs> crocodile Ice Fish.
3: Crocodile Ice Fish, everybody. Get your Get
2: crocodile,
1: your crocodile ice, fish. ice fish. Icy cold That's ice fish. my 11th fish.
2: favorite gore album. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Would you stop bringing Blood up is my
2: top ten. <laughs> that is a fair comment to make. No. <laughs> No, I will talk about Guar four more times.
1: Yeah, you probably can't uh stop ta- bringing up Guar because we are going to talk about Ghostblood. Ghostblood. Oh, <sighs>
3: uh, see, that's my favorite Guar.
1: <laughs> that's my Ghostblood Guar. That's my favorite <laughs> ghost GWAR blood. man, the Ghostblood man. You know how you got you got Skippy and Tangerine and then you got Ghostblood and those are the members I of Guar.
3: Stanko. That's Parliament Funkadelic, you're thinking of. <laughs> oh, yep. Yeah. There's there is a lot of crossover between those fan bases.
1: <laughs> Anyways, crocodile ice fish have invisible ghost blood. So
3: Fantastic.
1: It is so that's, good, right? That's
3: very cool. It's such good a job good job on doing that.
1: I know. It's just so good. I feel it makes me feel happy just to say that. In fact, I'll say it again. Crocodile ice fish. Wow, I messed that up already. Crocodile ice fish have <laughs> invisible ghost <laughs> blood. Is. Come on, the Katie, hubris. get it together.
3: <laughs> you announced In it. Her face.
1: I'll say or it again.
3: Crabs. No, you won't. <laughs>
2: Haunted
1: I by my a own
3: blood. Uh, I
2: have nine eyes and eight legs, couple of weird leg lungs. I'm like, well, I'm crocodile ice fish. I can't say it either. And I <laughs> have ghosts. Crocodile ghost ice blood. fish. Crocodile ice fish.
1: Yeah, crocodile awesome. ice fish. Yes. So what's a crocodile ice fish? It is a family of fish of rayfin fish that live in the icy waters of the southern ocean around antarctica in temperatures of around 28 degrees fahrenheit or negative 2.2 degrees celsius and typically they hang out on the ocean floor around there so yeah so these crocodile ice fish uh are around 9 to 20 inches long, which is 25 to 50 centimeters, or like a subway, right? It's sort of a nice, sandwich. nice, long sandwich. They have long crocodile-like mouths with sharp teeth, large eyes, and hilariously small and bodies blood. compared to their heads. That's true. It is really funny. They do look
2: like bad fish drawings.
1: Yeah, they look kind of like if you were drawing a fish on a piece of paper, but then you drew its head way too big, so you ran out of space, so you kind of just fit a little noodle body in the corner.
3: It's like you plugged in a fish that doesn't want to be into one of those AI programs that makes really messed up images, like the little wombo filters, and it tried to make just a fish that doesn't want to be. This is our computer's best stab at a depressed fish
1: yeah no exactly uh it is it's kind of like it's a fish that is the embodiment of like yeah sure fine i guess i'll i guess i'll fish i guess Listen, I'll be i got fish. invisible
3: ghost blood i got big problems here
1: yeah i got i got ghost blood what more do you want from me uh, talk so- to me
3: when you're haunted <laughs> by your own blood
1: <laughs> they are the haunted victorian child of fish
3: of the sea, yes.
1: Of the sea, yes. So they, their jaws are disproportionately large for their bodies. Their mouth is kind of, they kind of this like weird duck-like mouth. Uh, they have large fan-like fins on their dorsal and ventral sides. They're kind of pale in coloration. They have kind of a mottled grayish blue or brown and white. And they uh, will feed on krill and fish. Sometimes they'll eat fish around half their body length, which bold, bold move for. Something with just the little feeble noodle body and a giant head.
2: So they don't eat ghosts?
1: I didn't say that.
3: Provable all right, okay. by science.
1: Science. <laughs> Put what? on our
3: show, Deep Sea Monsters. We'll prove once and for all.
1: <laughs> ah. This
3: might explain
2: why Antarctica is not haunted.
1: That's right. They eat oh, all the ghosts. We solved
2: another thing here on Creature Features.
1: <laughs> so their blood is, in fact, transparent. Their blood contains no hemoglobin, no red blood cells, and is pure plasma. They are the only vertebrate in the world who have no hemoglobin as fully mature adults. So it's weird.
3: Oh, I that's just, it. I lost something.
1: Oh, no, I just said it's, it's weird. weird. Oh. That's it. It's weird. End of sentence. Oh. oh. <laughs> Sorry, I made it sound like I was gonna say something else, but no, I was just saying it is weird. Period. End of podcast. Bye, guys. Gotcha.
3: (laughs) (laughs) It is weird. You're a weird dude. Yeah, Edgar. Edgar, the Victorian ghost child of the sea.
1: Yeah, Edgar. My blood is
2: Edgar. Edgar.
1: My. He does look
2: like a. A genius Muppet designer tried to design a Muppet that just had everything wrong with him. Yeah, I They're can like, make okay, the, the most run hateable the Muppet.
3: <laughs> yeah. I accept your bet to make a Muppet that no child will love.
1: I can see your dead grandmother and I shall eat her and make her part of my ghost blood.
3: That's so spooky. It is a public service that they eat ghosts. That's great.
1: Mm-hmm. Who are you going to call Crocodile ice Fish? Because then it eats the ghosts. And it doesn't now, this it's is, not funny about it, it, just eats them.
3: This is a bold evolutionary ploy, though, because as we have yes. seen, this makes it immune to the blood factory syndrome.
1: <laughs> right, exactly. This is their way of inv- evading the blood factory, because the blood factory yeah. is like, can't send you blood here. Don't don't, don't send you blood here. Don't want to
3: wind up in a blood factory? Try not having blood. <laughs> ah, that's a thinker.
1: <laughs> so Right. How can they even be alive if their blood is just plasma and it doesn't have any of those red blood cells? Because the reason we have red blood cells- Can I, can or, I be honest? Yeah. I don't want to
2: interrupt, but um, I know so little about blood that I didn't even think to question that. It just seemed just <laughs> fine to me. I thought hemoglobinless blood, okay, that's well, fine.
1: Well, sit down, gather around, and let me tell you the story of blood. Mm-hmm. So the reason we have red blood, blood the tale, just a you know, let me tell you a tale of blood. Um, (laughs) So yeah, we have red blood cells, which we use to transport oxygen, and our red blood cells use an iron molecule. Sorry, let me retake that. I know about blood. Don't worry. I know about blood. Okay. Our blood. You're going to get
3: harassed by the blood people.
1: (laughs) The blood, the blood, blood Twitter. Actually, it's iron atoms, not iron molecules. But yes. So our blood has iron atoms in them, which is. Why our blood is red. And remember we talked about those cute, adorable, perfectly designed horseshoe crabs. Their blood is blue (laughs) when exposed to oxygen because the copper atoms in their blood. And what happens is our iron atoms or the horseshoe crabs' copper atoms bind to oxygen. And they will carry the oxygen with them in those uh, blood cells you know, through our bodies, you know, pump it through our heart and uh, wind up in different parts of our bodies where it, uh, you know, leaves that oxygen and distributes it throughout our bodies for important body things that happen that use oxygen as a component in these chemical reactions that our cells need to be alive.
3: Hmm. And this fish says, nah.
1: And this fish says, don't eat it. Nah, it's all right. So, <laughs> right, so cool it, for you, it, not for me. Yeah, it's like that sounds great for you, buddy, but uh no thanks. I don't need it. Too cool to have blood. So, they have plasma. So when you can actually separate human plasma from our blood and it's a lot, sometimes it's sort of more of a like pale like Pinkish, orangey color, but that's just because uh, I I think it's hard to separate it out from all of the blood cells, but uh, pure plasma is actually more of a clear color. So this plasma will still absorb oxygen that's just kind of free-floating in this plasma, which is not as an efficient Transportation method as like the red blood cells going off and like handing off this package of the oxygen. And so they need to have huge hearts, huge veins, and a lot of blood proportional to their body so that they can absorb oxygen directly from the blood rather than from the red blood cells. It's like if instead of having a truck. Uh, on a highway delivering oranges to where they're needed. You just put a bunch of oranges sort of on a highway and hope it gets to where it needs to go. Their hearts are actually kind of spongy so that they can absorb oxygen directly from the blood. They also have no scales. They're smooth, and so they're able to absorb some oxygen directly through their skin. And the only reason they can do this without, you know, just not just dying because it doesn't seem like it should work is that because they live in such icy cold water, oxygen is more soluble in cold water. And so there's a greater concentration of oxygen for them to draw from. So they're basically just kind of like sponges that soak up oxygen from the water and goosh it around it's like free-for-all giant heart giant veins with a bunch of plasma all throughout them. it's a,
3: a little fish with a with a big heart
1: oh and he's too cool to bleed he's too cool to bleed
2: <laughs> are they uh, tasty are the ice fish uh they tasty
1: i have no idea i feel like who I would should... risk
2: the mouth haunting <laughs> <laughs> that's true
1: this fish it's eats ghosts. it's actually
2: delicious. It's like eating the, the ancestors of a million different ghosts.
1: Right. I, just yeah. packed
2: with layers of ghost flair, flavor.
1: I feel like <laughs> I it is incumbent upon me, since this is a science podcast, to say like we don't know if they do eat ghosts or not. Like That has not been proven yet.
3: Yeah, we haven't observed oh. it in the wild, but really just the right. secondary
1: Only effects in captivity. do
3: indicate. Yeah, Occam's razor suggests that...
2: They're eating all the ghosts. (laughs) Ain't no ghosts around,
1: right? Ghosts.
3: You see any ghosts? Thank you, ice fish.
1: Yeah, ghosts don't exist because the ice fish did eat them.
3: Yeah, that's the first science I've understood in this podcast so far.
1: Yeah, there you go. So why would they do this? Why would they turn their ghosts? Sorry, why would they turn their blood into ghosts or their ghosts in the (laughs) blood? Ooh, that's like if you reverse it, it's actually kind of scary. Like if ghosts was blood. You turn ghosts yeah, into that's blood. What he's doing. Ooh! Gasp! Gasp! Anyways, the reason Where's they- a shirt.
3: <laughs> I turned ghosts into blood.
1: <laughs> the reason they turned the or they ditched the hemoglobin and they just have plasma uh, is that uh, because they're in an oxygen-rich environment, but actually very iron-poor environment. Getting rid of the red blood cells allowed the fish to conserve iron for other nutritional purposes since there was so little iron to be spared in their environment. Uh, yeah.
3: Blacksmithing, mostly. <laughs> little
2: little <laughs> shoes and basic tools. Right. If we drop some nails in the Arctic Ocean, maybe we can uh, give these poor ghost fish some blood.
1: <laughs> it's yeah, like, ow, did bit. somebody just drop a nail on my head? You're welcome.
2: Yeah. Now I got.
1: Now I got ghost blood and a nail through my head. My body's way (laughs) too small.
2: And a barbarous, most depressing
3: cartoon.
1: It's (laughs) eleven.
3: Oh, Edgard.
1: So not only is their blood transparent, but uh, like one of you was just super excited for this. It also contains antifreeze proteins. So. Protein, oh, hell yeah, Yeah, proteins that prevent the formation of ice crystals inside the fish by binding to ice crystals as they begin to form and stopping more ice from binding to that crystal. Because you know how like ice crystals sort of, you have like one like sort of ice crystal seed and more crystals form off of that. And then you get start to get a bigger mm-hmm. ice crystal. Uh,
2: this supports my theory that they're delicious because uh, antifreeze tastes good. Oh my God. Yeah, You shouldn't
3: eat it, but it, it's good.
1: <sighs> I'm gonna just I'm just gonna have so many lawsuits I'm gonna use that song you did at the beginning I'm gonna we get a lawsuit I'm we said have you a shouldn't antifreeze lawsuit you're yeah. gonna
2: use that song? Oh, that's <laughs> wonderful
1: so yeah yeah don't antifreeze is bad for your body but not for these yeah. guys it's don't good don't drink it but don't go drink your it
2: no but really don't leave antifreeze outside because it does taste sweet and like dogs yeah. will eat it yeah don't, don't put it outside
1: no do not Keep it covered uh, and stored away, uh, so that both children and animals do not get to it because it's very bad for staying but if alive. If you have
2: any fish living in the Arctic, fill them with it.
1: Well, they already got theirs, so I don't think you well, need to add more antifreeze to the fish.
3: I mean, you do have to top it off if you get low. Yeah, maybe I just love fish more than you.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. I want them to have. Double oh, also the they got—they also got ghost bones, though.
3: So, would you say oh, this is talking. the fish that is closest to a car?
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: this, this is a fish car.
3: <laughs> is
2: this fish more of a hat or a frisbee?
1: Yeah, I, I can see it's... how this fish is is a vroom vroom car. I can see that. Um, I'm just I asking like he... if
3: it's the one closest to a car.
1: I guess I th- so, I, like I guess so, but I do want to say <laughs> I mentioned that this fish has ghost bones and you guys were like, cool. Anyways, is this fish a car? <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, we're on board with the ghost bones. Ghost Wait, bones. Were, the, were the ghost Wall-a-ball. bones real? I thought you were yeah, messing yeah, around. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. No, I no, want to no, hear I'm about ghost
3: me-
1: bones. This is, I don't joke on this podcast. I'm not I messing around. I thought we were doing a bit. No, ghost bones. their bones are transparent because they're so calcium deficient.
3: Oh, hell Yeah. I mean, Transparent that tracks with bones. him being like a poor Victorian child of the sea. But
1: my blood is made of ghosts, and my bones are have no calcium. Well, Do get no vitamins. I have glass bones. I feel like
2: if you encountered a ghost skeleton, that's like that's a very advanced creature. Like mm. you, you need to be a high level party to to beat a ghost skeleton. And yet yeah, here in a fish, get... it's like yeah, they, it's because they have no calcium. They suck.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: Once again, betrayed by Dungeons and Dragons.
1: Yeah, I know. I mean, like these are really kind of like when you think about it, pretty like feeble little. The fee- again, the sickly Victorian child of fish. Just like my bones are see through. They're so weak. Please, please help. Please don't <laughs> breathe on me. It hurts Just my bones. Drifting
3: along the bottom, <laughs> waiting, waiting for help is what they do their whole lives.
1: Help. I've been pining on the ocean floor, but my, my blood is still ghosts.
2: If you x-ray these fish, you see nothing except the faces of the dead.
1: If you x-ray these yes. fish, I feel like it would disintegrate them. <laughs> <laughs>
3: that, that's how you cook one. That is the best preparation method.
1: Ouch, you can Just can't a quick
3: flash from an x-ray. My
1: bones, you're melting my bones.
3: Poof, and a little smoke
1: goes up. And that's yeah. it. Oh, poor little fish. And that's how Ghosts is born. Wonderful. A lot of learning we did on this science podcast. Arguably
3: too much. I'm never going to be able to keep all of that in my head. (laughs) I'm just going to go with Car of the Sea Ghost Blood. And uh, Greg is delicious. Everybody take a little taste of Greg. Yeah,
1: do a Greg stand. Thanks, Greg. Yeah, no, the blood was great. Good job. Good job uh, learning about blood with me. Uh, But before we go... Uh, we gotta play a game, and the game is called Guess Who's Squawkin'. And what the game is is you guess uh what the animal sound is, what kind of animal is making it. I'll play the oh, sound. Fun. Don't Sweet. worry, I'll play it for you, and you'll hear it.
3: Oh, I thought you were gonna do it. I thought you were gonna no. like, do an impression of it. <laughs> no, that would I mean be I've been
1: doing like everything you've been hearing. That's been all, that's been all me, baby.
3: Incredible. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you had a... A vast soundboard.
1: I truly am the woman of many voices. No, uh, yeah, so, yes. The hint from last week was, does this ring a bell? And here is the sound. Okay, well, who do you think is squawking?
3: DJ Skink.
2: (laughs) Yeah, that's a bird that definitely ate a skink, and it disagrees with its tummy.
3: <laughs> I think it's a DJ that mm-hmm. is also a skink, mm. and he's here dropping his hot beats. I, I feel like that was just like leading up, really getting the crowd pumped. Yeah, and then like if you would let that play two seconds longer, the beat would have dropped.
1: Yeah. Uh, so that's I your don't guess. Don't know skink bird DJ. calls.
3: I think he's a
2: bell-mouthed red booby.
1: Oh my god, uh, Sean, you're so what? you are so freaking close. <laughs> no, I'm I am dead serious. You think I'm joking and just ribbing you for I your do. No, you are so freaking close. This is the Ugh. white bell bird.
2: Oh, I was Ooh. close. I knew there was gonna be a color and some kind of you wouldn't hear that and say, like, I'm gonna name that bird like the the crested. Finge. I just no no that.
1: I just love that the naming convention of birds is so ridiculous that you can just be like, eyes is it like the crested bell-mouthed red booby? And you're like, "Yeah, you're almost there. That's almost pretty, it. Pretty close. You're pretty close." <laughs> yes. So this is the white bellbird. Congratulations to Joey P, Jared M, and Cat H, who all correctly guessed the white bellbird. Many other listeners also correctly guessed it, but they were the first three to write in. And so white bell birds are one of the loudest birds on earth. So male white bellbirds scream at females at rock concert levels of loudness. <laughs> so mm-hmm. they look interesting. They're kind of, they look, I mean, they are a, a white bird, uh, but they have this very long gray waddle that hangs off of the side of its beak you know how like turkeys have that waddle uh it is mm-hmm. like that but it's the length of his whole body and it just like dangles down there uh does not mm-hmm. sound like
3: an appealing That's bird just in demeanor phallic. in demeanor mm-hmm. or in appearance
1: i mean this is it's how it- like this long
2: flopping beak scrotum what do you think ladies right. hey ladies Beak scrotum Beak
1: scrotum this way. That is exactly <laughs> what they do. They like wiggle their their beak scrotum in the female's faces and scream at them. And well, their, that's how
2: I met my first eleven wives. <laughs> yeah, it works.
3: If it works, it works.
1: Their calls reach 125 decibels, which is as loud as a jet oh, plane God. takeoff, a siren, or a pneumatic drill.
3: And right in your face before you have sex.
1: Right, exactly. <laughs> no, literally. So once a male yeah. has actually convi- somehow convinced a female to come near him, he'll blast a loud note in her face before they mate.
3: Jeez. And while she's reeling from that.
1: Right, while she's stunned and like... Sti- Jesus <laughs> Christ,
3: what are you doing?
1: Sticking a wing in her ear and wiggling it around trying to regain his her hearing. He's like, anyways, will you marry me?
2: Yeah. <laughs> So See, that's normally it then. when when I think about being a bird lady, I think that seems like a pretty nice life. Like all the birds are dancing for you yeah. and building you things. And they're just trying to impress you
3: all day long. You just pick the best one, but this seems awful.
1: <laughs> yep.
3: Imagine if they have to be in like the same jungle as those nice dancing birds or the birds that build houses and they have to just look at yeah. that and be like, like- Henry, <laughs> can you try that? <laughs> Henry, can you please like try building me a house or doing like a dance yeah. and just, no, it's screaming. I have a better idea. It's- it's screaming in my face until I die from it. Okay. <laughs> Knocks back a belt of scotch. Just Yeah, well, Henry's made out of <laughs> balls. <laughs> and he yells.
1: <laughs> he yells real loud, he and that's why lot. I love him. But he loves me! But he yeah. loves me! Yeah. In his way. Oh, you can do so much better, female white bellbirds.
3: <laughs> yeah, go for another bird. Start a new bird.
1: Uh, So this week's mystery animal sound, the hint is this isn't a cat, it's not a dog, and despite that smell, it's not a skunk. Hmm. All right, so who do you think is quacking? Frog probe. What?
3: Frog probe. (laughs) A frog probe. A
1: frog like like
3: this—the probe, the probe that the frogs send out when they're like not certain about something.
2: Frog
1: Mm -hmm. probe.
3: Yes, like a frog detective,
2: or like a frog submarine.
1: Oh, like I see a frog. Okay, like a frog sonar.
2: Like a like a like a Nissan probe, but a frog probe. (laughs) I was gonna say toad submarine. So I
1: guess toad submarine.
2: Yeah, I guess it's the same. We got frog probe. Same basic idea.
1: And we got Toad Submarine. Mm-hmm.
3: Those are the answers to beat, listeners.
1: Those are the answers uh, to I'm beat. i
3: <laughs> Thomason's white-belted frog probe.
1: Oh, my God. You got it. <laughs> 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 How did you know? Actually, I'm sorry. That's wrong. It's Thomason's crested frog probe.
3: Oh, I always mm. get them mixed.
1: Yeah, all too bad for you. Anyways, if uh, you think you know what is making that sound, you can write to me at creaturefeaturepod at gmail.com, and I will reveal the answer to you next Wednesday. Sean Brockway, thank you so much for coming on to this Bloodcast. It's a pleasure. Talking about blood? Bloodcast. Bloodcast.
3: Yeah, thanks for having us, and and if you for some reason want more from us uh, we can be found at our own podcast The Dog Zone 9000
1: They'll be at the Blood blood. Factory churning out blood
3: Where we are starting a blood factory, and uh, we could use some crowdsourced help
1: Hot, fresh blood from the blood cows
2: We do a lot of uh, Joni Mitchell song parodies Mm -hmm. Uh, A lot of crowd pleasers like that Mm -hmm. Uh we can be found on 1-900-HotDog.com. And um, and uh, we contain a lot of Greg.
1: Yeah. Uh, chalk
3: full of Greggy goodness.
1: Chalk full of that wholesome Greggy goodness. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, you can find me online at Creature Feature Pod on Instagram or Creature Feet Pod on Twitter. Uh, you, if you are enjoying the show, you like, you like blood... If you like blood, you can leave me a rating and review and be like, hey, I like blood, eh, you know, as your review. Just be like, five bloods up. Blood is great. I like blood. Uh, And, yeah, and thank you so much to the Space Cossacks for their super awesome song, uh, Exo Illumina. Creature Features, a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts like the one you just heard, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your blood or podcasts, bloodcasts, blood. Same place. Same place. See you next Wednesday.
0: Bloodcast. Bloodcast.